The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that, that's me, <laughs> podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. You're so hesitant. I give you an opening, and you're just terrified, terrified you know, to put yourself out there. I used to jump in the opening, and then you would jump in the same opening, and it got awkward. And God knows Breakwell can't roll with awkward. He's got to somehow stop the presses and then yell at me about it. So, yeah, I'm a little bit gun-shy. Thank you. The one, the one commonality with everything awkward in your life is you. Think about that. Well, I think about this question from a listener today. Uh, <laughs> Here it is. I am a 25-year-old female, and my boyfriend is a 32-year-old male. We have been dating for a little over a year and a half and are discussing getting engaged this year. He is truly an incredible partner, and we have learned to support one another and communicate very well. Since we have been dating, and before I knew him through work, uh, there is a small part of my mind that questions, is he on the autism spectrum? I worked as a counselor for six years at a special needs camp, and I see behaviors and clues that point to him being on the spectrum. I am not sure if he has ever been tested. I am worried that if, he, if I ask or encourage him to take a test, his feelings will be hurt. Do I bring up the subject as we move towards marriage, or do I keep this to myself? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. All right, take it away, Steve. I would be curious to know why this is this is going to sound snippy, but it's really not. But I'm curious to know why it matters. Like, is she curious or concerned? Maybe if they have children that they will be on the spectrum, uh, maybe more severely than her husband. Or is this just for her own curiosity? Because I understand the part with kids I get. And, and the only reason I'm even sort of hedging my answer in the first place is because the testing is really expensive. And uh, insurance, I don't know if it always covered. I, I would venture a guess insurance does not cover. But if she goes to like a reputable place, even if she can talk him into it, I, it's it may cost like close to a grand. Like it's Sheesh. not cheap. It's an entire battery of tests. There's a report that gets generated. It's just, it's time and energy and expertise. So unless there's a compelling reason to know She's known him for a year and a half and obviously gets along pretty well. So that part, I would say, is largely irrelevant. If he is a little on the spectrum and he's got some quirks that she's learned to work around or uh, if he's on medication for something like anxiety or something like that, there's, there's many workarounds with folks that are on the, the lighter end of the spectrum. If he were on the heavier end, I think she would know for sure. So I'm going to guess he's on the lighter end. but. I don't know. There, there's not any real quick, like, internet test. Well, there probably are. I don't know how accurate they are. I don't know what she does for a living, but there's a lot of websites and support groups that can give you good information. The problem is that there's a basic constellation that encompasses autism spectrum, but there's two issues that make it difficult. One is not everybody on the spectrum has all the symptoms. Some have many of them. Some have just a few of them. And then there's also a range in how severely the symptoms impact the person's life. Like at the upper bound is like Rain Man, uh, who had to be institutionalized so he could feel safe and secure in his world. And then on the bottom end, there's a bunch of people with just a light dusting of autism spectrum that can function real well at school or at work. And uh, so 
trying to work through those two sliding scales is difficult. My guess is he has a few quirky features of his personality that she finds frustrating at times. But again, I'll just wrap it where I started, which is unless she's real concerned about children in the future, I would say just let it go, especially if he's going to be hurt by it or if he's going to feel damaged or that you're not attracted to him or something. I do think, though, if you do bring it up and you do need to get it tested, get, I'm sorry, him tested, then uh, the angle of the kids uh, isn't even a manipulation. I think that's a reasonable avenue to be concerned with. So that's my answer for that one, James. Well, you, I, I was kind of surprised because you took exactly the track that I was going to take. You know, why does it matter? You either like this person or you don't. If you like his personality, if you get along great, then why does it matter if his personality would be classified as some sort of, on some sort of spectrum? I mean, you know who he is. You know how he interacts. If that's the kind of person you want to spend your life with, then great. Uh, it doesn't really need a label. I mean, I went to school back in the time before everybody was diagnosed with everything and, you know, all the conditions, oh, that, all the conditions that exist now. I mean, I'm certain they existed back then. We just didn't call them one of my best friends you know i'm sure i'm sure he's uh, if you were to give him a label I mean, i'm sure you could label him a lot of things it doesn't it doesn't change the fact he's my friend it doesn't it doesn't change anything really and, and especially for something like autism it's not like there's an autism cure it's not like oh now that we know what you have we can go and change this about you it's like okay now you know what he has and you're still the same person as before and you're yeah. still gonna live your, your life i mean it doesn't uh did i misspeak there is there a cure for autism no, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm going right along with you. I'm okay, I wasn't sure that was a it was a very hesitant eh coming from you. I thought I oh, thought sorry. I had crossed I some red line. <laughs> no, I'm thinking that's that's exactly right. Like, so now what is my question there? Yeah, so I, I think there's the, you know, at questioning this, I think it could cause a lot of harm and it's not going to do a lot of good. And I think as, um, I, I don't know, I, I just get the feeling that eventually every personality, every quirk, every tick is going to be classified as something or another. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of things you could diagnose me with me if you really wanted to go down with them. Just ask oh, Steve, he could, yeah. oh, oh, li a list as long as your arm of things that are wrong with me. Indistinguished. Things. Yeah. Things there's no cure with other than, you know, finding a different podcast partner. So that. <laughs> Keep coming back every week. So, so, yeah, I think I think that there's uh, I, I don't think there's any advantage to getting a label in this case. And uh, as far as I, I'm guessing just for the letter writer, she wants some sort of certainty or she wants some kind of closure. And I don't know if maybe that's hiding some of her greater doubts about this relationship. But maybe she's choosing to funnel them into that, that maybe if she had this extra piece of information, she can make a better decision. But most of the letter really makes me think she's pretty, pretty confident in this, that we're, they're going forward, they're comfortable with each other, and she can see herself forming a life with him. Now, what was your what was your angle with uh, with the kids thing? Are you saying? that it's an inherited uh, condition or are you worried that he wouldn't be good with kids if he has autism no 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 the the, the latter not the former that uh, yeah it could be an inherited condition so that's something that she may be concerned with on the other hand i don't know if you have kids you love your kids i i'm unless there's like a serious down syndrome or uh encephalitis or something that's in the fam not encephalitis uh uh Boy, I can't think of the word when the top of your spinal cord doesn't close. Anyway, um, yeah, unless there's something that's going to be like a lifelong affliction or could limit their life somehow, I think your kid's a little bit on the spectrum. Like there's plenty of kids out there that are. And that's the only when, when kids are young or in school, you get them tested because if they're having some trouble in school, you can get services for them if they are diagnosed on the spectrum. 
once you're out of school and if your husband is working, there's not a whole lot of benefit to knowing or not knowing. You just kind of got what you got. And obviously he made it through school okay. I do think, James, that our brains are kind of wired to not like peace. <laughs> like <laughs> when everything is copacetic, our brains kind of look for problems to solve. And I wonder if that's part. She might be a little bit nervous coming up on the wedding or if they're proposed yet or not. Oh, yeah. A year and a half engaged. There might be a little bit of doubt. I don't know if it's doubt. Everyone gets a little nervous because it's a huge life commitment and change. But I do think that if everything's flowing along well in their relationship, she might be thinking, all right, what can we what do we need to tinker with here? What do we need to fix? And I think that's kind of how our brains are built. And unfortunately, it might start it, it might have us jousting at windmills once in a while. And there you go. And if this is the if this is the only red flag you have left, I think you are in great territory because this is really nothing to worry about at all. And, you know, if the kids do come out and have they're on the spectrum as well. So what? I mean, you like the dad. If they come out like dad, great. You know, more more of a good thing. Well, if you uh, were you going to jump in there with something? No. Okay. Did, I, did I inhale? I, you I, inhale. I'm just, I'm, I'm just reading so much into your breaths now. I'm too much of a caring and compassionate co-host. I'm just oh, just wait waiting, waiting for your pearls of wisdom. But clearly, I'm, I'm going to be waiting forever on those. Yeah, well, if tomato, you, tomato, <laughs> empathy, anxiety disorder, whatever. That's all right. Well, if you have a question that you'd like to send in for us, it doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be uh, it can be platonic friends, parent, child, coworkers, whatever you have. Send it in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E, and we'll do our best to solve that for you in ten minutes or less. This has been another episode of Ten Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's ten minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>